Yo, 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 yo. What is good with everyone? This is your favorite podcast with your two favorite part-time deadbeats, Culture, Cone, Pop. The show about pop culture with some culturally dope poppers. I am the sweatiest man in the room, Nikki C. Yo, what's up? It's Drippy Hippie. What's up, man? What is good, my guy? How you living, man? How's everything been? Ooh, um, school's back in session, and uh, it introduced a whole a whole set of different types of headaches. My baby's smart, but her dad's not patient, so <laughs> I've been trying to like relearn shit, man. It's it's been different, dude. It's been different. Bro, I feel you, bro. It's a whole first of all, it's a whole new set of like. Luckily, my oldest daughter, my oldest daughter's school is doing straight digital. She hit the digital dash. Anyway, <laughs> she doing straight digital, and so we had to go get the iPad, set that up. Like the first part of the morning was literally going trying to get connected properly to the WebEx, oh, and then man. on top of that, these little kids did not have mute button pushed. <laughs> so you just hear these motherfuckers <laughs> talking all day. You just like whoa, whoa. Oh, Somebody God. turn that motherfucking mute on. Like, where's your mama? Where's your mama? She need to get slapped for not putting mute on. <laughs> Stupid, yeah. Man, yeah. And, then, and then, like, you see, because my daughter is in first grade, and you see the time span uh, of kids. Like, the teacher will be like, okay, let's pull this piece of, let's pull this paper out. And then the kid will be like, hey, teacher, look at my unicorn box. Like, when the fuck did the unicorn box come into play? What the hell? For real? What made you say that? <laughs> yeah, man. But it, it was definitely... Uh, it, it, it's just a, a whole different dynamic right now for my daughter in school. You know, like... And the, and the weirdest thing I'm trying to figure out is she got PE on Friday, I think. And I'm trying to figure out how the fuck you gonna do PE digitally. Um, The way... So, she... Had, like, my kid has the same thing. Um... They just have them do like little like stretchers or they have them like learn about stuff like, you know, breathing exercises and how it's beneficial, you know, without the actual activity though. But they give her like a little agenda and they say like, yeah, you know, you can do something fun on your lunch break or this. So, you know, we try to, we try to figure something out, but yeah, I agree. It's like, you're definitely figuring out you're like, as a parent, you have to be creative on how you can make sure that, you know, the content that you're trying to make sure your kid learns sticks. You know, and so like Loki, like I have a whole new appreciation for teachers because um, they got to deal with 20 of these kids at once. Meanwhile, I'm trying to like get my kid to understand like what I thought was like super simple. But also to be fair, dude, they're reteaching kids in like really different ways than, than how you and I learned, you know? Oh, yeah, man. Like I'm seeing the things like the, the strategies they're using now and I'm just like, you try to sit there and you try to think objectively like yo are they doing it smarter or is this shit like dumbed down like what's going on like bro, i felt like really? the way i learned was just fine like why, Honestly, why are we remember, switching up? Remember, remember that show uh are you smarter than a fifth grader which had nothing to do with fifth grade like these motherfuckers are talking about well no to be fair i do remember some of that stuff like when that first when that show first came out like before it was really like big i guess I think that's as soon we were like maybe what like sixth or seventh grade or some shit we were pretty close to that grade level so it was easy for us to reach you know like 
a couple grades back and be like, oh yeah, of course, that's what this means or whatever. All I'm trying to say is that show, I understand now. Like, I definitely get why that was a show. Because like, they were trying to teach my kid about like the, the concept of like subtracting from 10 or whatever. I didn't realize that I do this naturally anyway, but when it comes down to like trying to teach this to someone, bro, I could not find the words, dude. I was like, yo, I know I'm butchering this. I'm trying to like make sure my kid understands. I'm pretty sure I did way more damage than anything else. Like I fucked up. Man, yeah. I'm just trying. Look, I'm not trying to. I'm just trying not to be like my my black ass mom. Like you know how when you when you get into those fucking get into those like equations like Johnny had four apples and he ate Bro, two. How yes. many apples Johnny got left? Three apples? Johnny ate four had four <laughs> apples. He ate two. Hey, you know what? You know what worked for me though? What? So like I was trying to I don't know why, but I was trying to get my kid I do these things randomly just outside of like, you know, her curriculum. Like she and I we just I try to drop game like whenever I can. And so I was like giving her an idea of like what trading stocks was like the best way that i knew how to explain it i'm like yo and i low-key i gotta give myself i gotta give myself a little bit of credit here i was able to associate the stock market with like ultra rare shopkins and that shit made so much sense to her i was like look you know how you know i told her i was like look what if you had an ultra rare shopkin okay she's like yeah okay i'm like all right how many regular shopkins would you want somebody to give you for that um, at least like 20 because these are ultra rare and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, exactly. You know what I mean? So I'm like literally just trying to connect these little dots, bro. I felt like Albert Einstein and shit. I'm like, bro, this is what I'm meant to be. <laughs> it was right. cool, man. Now she's going to be working on Wall Street. Is she going to be walking around with a briefcase full of Shopkins? Bro, she's going to have a TED talk. My dad taught me about stocks through Shopkins. You know, that's going to be her. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be dope, bro. It's going to be lit. Shopping with Shopkins. What's up? <laughs> <Stupid>. <laughs> yeah man um yo so one thing shout out to us um i got a lot of good feedback man from last episode like i got a shit ton of good feedback man like i don't know what it was like from like your circle of friends or whatever but uh it was it was uh it was it was really good receptive feedback people were like yo like you really said some shit i'm like i think we did man it was uh it was different you know good man i i to be honest with you i kind of disconnected like I was, I don't know, I might have said it on here before. I know I told you individually that I have been stressed. I needed my time. I took some time off of work because I was doing OT like a madman. So yeah. I am plugged. I even, I just kind of let it be where it lied. And I was just like, let me just, let me get right. Yeah, absolutely. Honestly, bro, we're not machines. We're not meant for this. We're not meant to constantly be on. You know, we need... We need that separation. Low-key, sometimes, if you can handle it, sometimes you need a little bit of isolation. Just get yourself away from everything around you and just be with yourself for a little bit, you know? And so if you did that, kudos to you, you know? Shout out to you because you you called it, you did it, and it manifested, bro. But I wanted to give a... I wanted to give a personal shout out to my homie, my cousin's wife, Laura. Um, she chopped some game with me about the last episode. And she was just basically saying like, pretty much like along, along the same lines, like pretty much everything we were talking about kind of extended even to like the, the we were being, you know, open and vulnerable from like the male perspective. But she also mentioned that like that vulnerability extends 100%, like even to like the female perspective, you know? 
Um, but at the end of it, we both agreed to like open communication and uh, patience to learn your partner. Those are like the best ways to overcome that, you know, that scary vulnerability, that, that barricade that we're all trying to get past, you know? Um, I think, I think that's the, one of the things I'm starting to learn is that the reason why sometimes things get fucked up is because of that communication. But what I'm starting to learn is that some people think, like a lot of people actually think the truth is confrontation. You know what I mean? Like if, 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 if I bring the truth to you, you know, like if I'm talking to Joe Schmo and I'm like, yo, man, like from my perspective, this is how this is how you were moving from my perspective. It's like I'm not mm. being confrontational. I'm just telling you what it is. Mm, and okay. they take that as confrontation so some people don't want to even bring the truth up or bring how they feel up because they ain't trying to deal with converse, or the confrontation when really it's it's only going to be a confrontation if you if you put that energy out man I feel like it's just got to be a conversation you know what that, no some that's a good point hurt, <clears throat> it's funny you mentioned that because I was hanging out with my, with my homie yesterday uh, we were talking about this um, and they were basically saying, like, in in their in like in her past relationship, she was dealing with like essentially confrontation. She wanted to avoid it or whatever. Um, and I was like chopping it up with her. I, I kind of stand with you in that degree, where it's like, yo, it definitely is hard to have certain conversations, especially when it's someone that you really care about. Um, but I think even beyond that if you look at the intention behind that conversation or the the intention of that effort whatever they're trying to do that'll kind of give you a little bit of insight to see exactly where they're coming from so even though like maybe it feels like it's going to be confrontational it might more so be like a reflection of how you feel about it than how that other person is gonna feel about it you know exactly um yeah we were talking about that man like in depth it was actually it was really cool to kind of hear like her side of it too um but you bring up a good point, though, man. Yeah, I, I don't think it's confrontation as much as it's, I don't know. It could be a scary talk, I guess, if that person, if you don't think that they're ready. But, um, I mean, that saying goes, you know, the truth will set you free. And as cliche as it is, there's there's definitely a sense of truth to it, though. You know, that's why I mean, that's it the still thing. lasts. The thing is, truth truth hurts, like they say, what, what Usher said on his Confessions album. Oh, shit. Hurts. Bars. You know what I'm saying? Like, truth hurts, like... The, the lie is made to is designed to give you comfort you know what I mean like that's why you see those movies always talking about like oh we had to lie to society because if we told them the truth they'd be in an outrage that's and true that's why that's why the government hasn't announced aliens being real that's why we're not exactly. ready but if for you tell the truth from the beginning no from the beginning like, no. yeah, there might be a little uh, civil unrest, of course, but you tell the truth from the beginning, like, that's easier to, like, because when you tell a lie, you, you, you create a picture. You create a picture of what it is, and people accept that picture. Once you tell the truth, not only do you tarnish that picture, but you have to give someone a whole new reality to deal with. Instead of giving them the truth from the beginning, where they can already have that reality dealt with. See, and then okay, fine, that's fair. But my last relationship, I did all that, bro. Like, I did pretty much that. Like, I, I think, honestly, I think I kept shit too real. And, uh, you know, the person I was with at the time, I don't think they were, 
prepared for something like that you know i'm not saying i'm an open book and like you know you can just you know ask me anything and blah 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 no like i'll tell you what i think you should know but there's certain things just out of respect i don't think really need to be brought up but if i do bring them up it's because i feel like it's valuable enough for us to have dialogue on it you know but even even moments like but even moments like that it's tough to because like you can be honest you can be open and have these good intentions but at the same time dude like just i guess be cognizant of who exactly you're trying to communicate to you know i don't want to tailor my messages to anybody i want to be free to speak how i feel you know that's what i'm saying like speak speak how you feel the thing is like and that's another thing like when we have a truth to convey when we have a truth to speak when we have a truth to give like now I understand what is your significant other. You understand how they to package that truth. But I think as us humans, like, you know, first and foremost, we need to ask the question, does this truth need to get out? Like, does it affect me in such a way that I have to get it out? Is it detrimental or will it will it be will it do good things for us if I get this out? Good things for this person. Or is it selfishly? Like I want to get this truth out selfishly, so will it do a good thing for me? Like, and then once once you make that decision that this truth needs to get out, at that point, like, if, if it's your significant other, of course, package it, tailor it in a way that you understand that they will be able to, to digest it. But Ooh, if you it's, know like, what? somebody... But if it's oh, somebody you have to get that truth out to, like, sometimes it's just like, fuck it, I need to get out the truth, you know? And it's like, you can't... If you can't handle it, if you can't comprehend it, like, that's not on me. Um, what I had to do for my spirit was get out the truth. Where you go with that truth, that's on you. See, yes and no. Yes and no. I'll say this. Here, this is not to like plug stoicism in every episode, but sort of low-key, I'm trying to. Um, <laughs> Kato or Kato said, I don't know how to, it's C-A-T-O. I'm going to say it's Kato, whatever. Um, he says something really cool and it's a really important stoic belief. I begin to speak only when I'm certain what I'll say is better left unsaid. Isn't better left unsaid. Sorry, fuck that up. But basically he's saying like, yo, if, if we really need to talk about it and there's weight to this discussion, I'm gonna talk about it. And that's fair. But at the same time, but at the same time, I disagree with the with the idea of like, well, if I'm telling you the truth, then you can't hold me responsible for how it impacts you. You know, I don't necessarily subscribe to that either. That's what I'm saying. You got to be conscious of your audience in that case. Like, like honestly, bro, there were moments in like previous relationships where like I fucked up and I could have just shut my mouth about it and we would have been straight. But because my dumbass wants to be open, but oh, you know, I, I feel like we need to talk and address this and da da da. I had good intentions, but like I didn't realize that me having these good intentions would lead into like this fucking rabbit hole of insecurity that turned into like this you know it was it was a cool relationship but it definitely went but left see that's different that's different maybe that could have been left unsaid like no exactly also, exactly also the exactly one, the, that could have power 48 laws of power that the fool needs it like the fool will say more the wise man will say less like hey what so, you sign what what you trying to say bro i'm saying sometimes you you know, <laughs> get you into trouble when you say too much it's yeah, like no. when you watching when you watching Survivor. It's perfect. You watch Survivor, and sometimes when it gets to those tribal meetings, and people say too much, and and then they get voted out. 
and people only decided to vote him out right then and there because they gave up two information like we just learned where your head is at in the game where someone who ain't speaking to people who ain't giving out that information they just like what the fuck is he about to do <laughs> that's fair I can see that so I, that's what I'm saying like once you decide that truth is necessary to get out like you have to get that truth out but only once it's necessary you have to really that's a big thing too like not all truths are meant to get out that's true no and that's fair honestly like yeah like to your point you just got to pay attention to like the subtle details and yeah like you're right man sometimes you just it's better to shut up <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. and Not speaking of, and speaking of shutting up and dribble shut up man Oh, I thought you. Started. I thought you were gonna <laughs> shit on the Suns, and I was like, "Dude, I know." Hey, I feel look, like I, I felt it. Um, I don't even follow this shit, but like when I saw that, I was like, "Hell yeah, bro, we in there." And then I think look, the Blazers the won, Suns or the, somebody won. Well, we didn't have anything to be proud of, man. Like we didn't really have shit. Like, bro, the hey, fuck like, that, the bro. You you got you got a whole organization to be to be repping still. When the Heat only won 15 games, I was still like, fuck it, I'm a Heat fan. What y'all trying to say? I'm not like, saying I'm not a fan. What I'm saying is it was really hard to be the same as a Cardinals fan, bro. It's like every year we have this little like glimmer of hope. And then sure enough, you know, just it gets fucking trampled on by, by oh, average that's... like sports players. And we just we get fucked, man. I just I'm tired of being let down, bro. I just want the owners to spend some real money and stop fucking bullshitting and just like hire on some quality ass talent, give them what they need. Like, fuck man. I just want to be proud of Arizona sports for like literally just one fucking season. Um, I don't want to just cling to the D-backs 2001. That's not like, that shouldn't be our only like, oh yeah, fucking 19 years ago. We, well, that's that's we kind of sexist, title. bro. It's kind of sexist since the Phoenix Mercury have won three titles, but whatever. I'm not going to uh, get into hey, that, that. No, that, hey, you're right. My bad. Honestly, you're right, bro. You're one of the 10 people that know that fact. Hey, <laughs> Diana Taurasi, the fucking GOAT. What are we talking about? She is low-key. We named the street after her. She's a beast. I'm not trying to down. I'm not trying to downplay uh, the WNBA. They're fucking dope. Bro, we went to a game. We brought our girls to a game. We did. What do you mean? I'll be uh, watching that shit. I'll be watching that with my daughter on ESPN. She loves, she always comes to me. She's like, I want to watch girls play basketball. And I'm like, let's get it. What? For real? But uh, anyways, going on, speaking on the Suns, if no one knows, the playoffs or the NBA had the bubble. In the bubble, um, they brought the teams that were at least four games behind eighth seed to play. The Suns were one of those teams. Now, the Suns were also the team with the hardest road to make the playoffs. Like, they had to go undefeated. And they did. They went eight and zero in the bubble. They went eight and zero against teams like the Lakers. The game winner against the Clippers. They they beat my Miami Heat. Like they're playing great basketball against good teams. And what happened was they got into a three way tie with Memphis and uh, Portland. Yeah. Now, the thing is, to me, as a basketball fan, I would want to see Phoenix in that because they're one of the hottest teams. I understand the whole body of work comes into play. So, like, Memphis was, they were losing games. They were already in the eighth seed. Like, it was their spot to lose. And they were losing games. 
and like they they won that last fucking game, that last game that tied it with Phoenix. If they would have just lost, they Phoenix would have been in the playing game against Portland to try to get that eighth seed. So what happens after the eighth and ninth seed are determined? Those two teams would play in to see which one is going to go to the playoffs. And so it was Portland versus Memphis. Portland got the win. Dame Dame Lillard has been playing out of his fucking mind. Yes, bro. That, 61 I, points. I don't even know about points. sports, but I know that one. I know that one detail. And Dame Dollar <laughs> got bars. So. Sure. But, but the playoffs just began today. I know you, you probably didn't watch anything. I don't know. But. Uh, not yet, at least. I mean, don't get, I'm like a I'm a surface level fan to like the the most literal, like to the most literal degree. I literally I go to ESPN, I check out the highlights. I'm like, oh, that's dope, cool. But I'm not there. <laughs> while, I'm not I'm not there like watching the whole game. Oh, shit, I was bro. watching as I'm working. Then uh, I, I respect it though. Like it's cool. I would definitely go to a game. I have fun. Like it's all cool. Um, yeah, man. But I mean, at least. Shout out to my boy Booker. You know what I mean? He's, he was doing his thing. You know, he showed up on two different occasions. One, he went 8-0, and no, and another, he followed up with Kendall Jenner. You know, so shout out to him, bro. Hey, he fucked it, bro. Hey, good. <laughs> That's not good, bro. Once someone gets to that family, bro, they they, they lose it. No. If he's, just it, drop, if, he's, if he's just dropping off some semen on the chin, hey, do your thing. But don't well, try to hey. get... Don't, don't try to you get tap- involved in that shit. You tapped into something, bro. Hold up. Lamar? Lamar? Oh, I don't even want to go down this route. Never mind. Because you don't want to say Kanye? No, Kanye too. Kanye, definitely Kanye, bro. You don't want to say Bruce? You don't want to say Bruce? You mean Kaylin, bro? Have respect. <laughs> Kaylin, Rob? Bro, Rob Kardashian? This man just... These people, once they reach this height, bro, they can't, they can't handle it. You know, they're like, oh, this here's, is too much. Here's too much the biggest fame. thing that I will. Here's the biggest thing that I will say. Miles Austin, he had, he was a wide receiver on the Cowboys. He was having back-to-back thousand-yard seasons. Decent receiver in the league. Started dating Kim Kardashian. Boy went to ass. He ended up on the Cleveland Browns and he ended up out of the league. Like, you want to know why? Because Kim Kardashian. Yeah, you know why though, bro? She like literally just like sucked all the fucking testosterone out of him. <laughs> this dude had no performance left, bro. That's it, bro. The only that's, person that's that ever is. benefited out of this was Ray J. Eh, you think so? What do you? How did he really benefit? You got a you got a sex tape, but like it was Ray really J. owned by Kim with the whole version deal. So like yeah. Ray J benefited because he got to be his best type of celebrity. He gets to be a solid B-list celebrity who only yeah. has to come out every once in so while to collect some new change and then go away. That's fair. I mean, who has survived the Kardashian grip? But who has, like, survived the Kardashian grip so far? Travis, so far, he's handled Travis, it pretty well. Cause, but that's because Travis got out. He got out? You think so? Yeah, he's just co-parenting now. Yeah, that's good. Uh, that's true. But so, anyways, fuck them. Back to <laughs> but look, I was watching basketball today, and I I just want to say something for any basketball heads that that watch this. This shit is a different experience. Like for me, it was like watching these teams play on the neutral floor, 
where you don't have like you, you of course you have the virtual fans but it's never going to be the same as the arena where you have fucking thousands of screaming fans like in your ear when you try free throw and you got gets that gets people's nerves going that gets people's going like when you just see this neutral like we're playing the la fitness type basketball like oh I, didn't I'm somebody thinking, say I'm that thinking, that's what i'm feeling like bro like like okay, they're yeah, just yeah. They're in their element, bro. It's like playing a pickup game with their team. Like, I see dudes being a little more, like, you know, a little more comfortable out there because they don't have to worry about the pressure of the fans. They don't have to worry about refs calling different for the home team. Like, it's just like we're out here on this neutral floor and we're about to play this game. Like, you know, I don't know if if they didn't have to play in the bubble. I don't know if when um, – Spider Mitchell, when he go, if he if he was up in Denver, I don't know if he scores fifty seven, but he scores fifty seven today because they in the boat. Are you so talking I, about? Was that today when they played Utah? When Utah Spider Mitchell on Utah fifty seven against the Nuggets. Oh uh, okay. They lost, no, but like the, for him, the announcers, the announcers clowned on that game for a second. I saw it on Sports Center. Pretty sure a lot of us saw it, but this dude said. Like, it was literally for, like, a minute straight. It was just back-to-back, just bricks. And the ball would travel literally across the court, back and forth. Neither team would make a shot. And the dude said, he said, <laughs> he said, it's looking like LA Fitness at 3 o'clock right now. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, yo, that's fucked up. He's got jokes. He's got jokes. But, and nonetheless, I, I recommend it about basketball heads out there. Please go check out the bubble. Please go watch WNBA, NBA. You know, watch these these teams. Like you just get to see a different level of basketball. Um, you can kind of see it a little better. You can hear it a little better. You can hear them talking. It's just a dope ass experience, and it's gonna be amped up in the playoffs. I have the Clippers. I have the Clippers and Bucks. I don't think the Lakers can beat the Clippers, but I have the Clippers and Bucks. Ooh, you think so? Yeah. Fuck LeBron James. Whoa. Whoa. Why? Look, I've never liked LeBron James. I've kept the same energy for his whole career. I didn't even like him when he was on the Miami Heat, and that's my favorite team. Why? I mean, why you got to come so harsh, though, dude? I, look, I'll never disrespect He's like, fuck him. I hope he dies. Like, whoa. I'll never disrespect his greatness type of person that he is and all the great and the family that he takes care of like great great human being as basketball player there's just something I never gelled with LeBron you know what I mean like I never gelled with him I never gelled with the the hype that came around him I still don't gel with the hype that you know this man like everyone like wants to shit on people with participation trophies but then want to talk about how LeBron went to eight straight finals and it's like how many of those did he win them we're not talking about participation trophies. How many is he winning? No, but I mean, I guess it's it's just a it's like and again, you're you're speaking to uh, to someone who has no idea really. Um, but like even eight appearances in the finals, especially when you're traveling on different teams and you're the common factor, that kind of that says something, bro. Oh no, I I definitely understand it. But here's my thing: you want eight straight finals with three wins. Or do you want six trips to the finals and six wins? 
How many teams did he appear with? For the finals, uh, yeah, it was with the it was the Heat and then the Cavaliers. Cavaliers. He's appeared with the the Lakers, no? No. He hasn't at all. Nah, he was only on the Lakers last year, and they were garbage. Oh, they I didn't do make remember the playoffs. that. And then they got Anthony Davis this year. And so now people are saying they're going to make it to the finals again. I'm not sold on that. But... No, I I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I think, I don't know. I think you got to give him a little more credit, bro. But whatever. Spe- speaking on the hey, speaking on the Bucks though, um, I just caught this uh, this Kareem Abdul-Jabbar jersey that's about to come in soon. Oh, that shit was fucking fire. fire, bro. Yeah, dude. And then, um, I don't know. Uh, I just I saw that. The Mitchell and S, just a bit, like online, or what online. is it called? Fanatics.com or whatever. And you gonna tell me that that shit actually got to you in the mail? Um, I mean, I hope so. The way that, they, the way that they, the way that they fucking up shit, you might not see that in the mail. Oh, so- hey, let's speak on it, man. Let's do it, bro. I'm saying, bro, the way that look, I'm, I'm, and this is funny. So, before anything with the post office came out, probably like the day before, I was talking to someone, and they said, I wonder how Trump is going to try to fuck up this old... What you mean? They said, well, we already privy to his whole Russian communication, so it's like, we're going to be watching for that. He can't have that happen again, so what is he going to do? And I was like, shit, you right. What is he going to do? Next fucking day, he starts talking shit on the postman, post office and shit saying that it can't it's not equipped and then lo and behold the motherfucker that's the postmaster general who who is riding with trump heavy so now this motherfucker can make a move saying oh you know what let's try to make upgrades quote unquote upgrades right um they take off god what are those the machines that sort the mail yeah and they started picking up in neighborhoods. They picked up mailboxes saying that they're going to upgrade them, saying that the post office ain't got funding. You know what I mean? I just feel like it's a whole, it's a deliberate attack to me. Like, that you you try, like, you know, the writing's on the wall, that when the American gets the fair chance to vote, you know you're going to lose. So you got to stack the odds in your favor. No, that's true. That's fair. You know what's crazy, too? They compared percentages of, um, because another thing that he was basically talking about, like sort of justifying his position on why or justifying his stance, he was talking about potential like voter fraud and how it's more susceptible uh, with like voting by mail and all this shit. When they looked at the actual percentages and again, you know, look, you do your own research. I saw this from a reputable source <laughs> somewhere on Instagram. Uh, I'll admit it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> like it was it was funny, though, because they were basically comparing numbers and I'm going to double check myself because if this is true, it kind of just paints a picture as to like where the the true priorities are, right? They basically like they did a, a comparison of two different percentages. One percentage was like the percentage of actual convicted, verified, uh, like voter fraud, basically, which represented it was like zero point zero zero two five percent of the of the population, or there was some measurement that way. Then they did a comparison to the positive COVID cases which was like one point something percent, something crazy, right? 
and then on one side of, on one side of the meme it had this like you know a MAGA hat wearing dude basically saying one percent positive cases that's not even that much we can reopen the economy blah 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 put kids back in school you you know wop 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 but then on the other side they're like faced with this like reality of like oh well now you know you don't want to vote by mail because there's that 0.0025 percent or whatever of potential fraud it's just like you got to pick your own fucking battle and the thing is like i don't think anybody's really going to be in a position to like have him or force him to like face his like i don't even know what what to call it though like nobody can call him on his bullshit anymore dude and then oh you know what what also is fucked up too dude i don't know if it's because of covid or what but I don't think we're gonna have like an actual national debate like we normally do with like presidential candidates. Like I remember when Obama was doing the whole, you know, with Mitt Romney and stuff, like they were having that, you know, the back and forth debate. That right there was like fucking professional finesse. Like, dude, Obama danced through all these fucking questions during those debates. But I'm wondering now, like, I don't wanna say thank God for COVID, but like, yo, like, I don't know if I'm even interested in a dialogue between Trump Two and fucking Biden. old white men. Yeah, exactly. Bro, it's like... Dumbest debate. Like, you would think... You'd probably turn on that debate and think you're watching Saturday Night Live. Like, when, when you're watching Yo. these real-ass old-ass men just go be... So like, For real. Look, I'm nowhere... I'm not... Like, I'm not excited at all to have Biden be the democratic nominee um but it's like it's it's at this point it's like i gotta pick between this white man that i can kind of stand and this white man who quite possibly may be making deals with the devil every day okay hold on hold up right there right there exactly what you just said this was literally my stance when it came down to trump and clinton Bro, we never get the optimal choice. Bernie Sanders, to me, was the front runner last year. You know, I wanted that man to pop up. But honestly, I will admit this. Like, I don't think, I don't think in politics, it's, I don't think it should be like, you know, you know, dog eat dog or whatever. I don't think it should be that way in politics, especially if you're thinking about the greater good. It should never be, you know, one man for, or every man for himself. But that's sort of what it turns into. Like, especially this year, we saw most of all, especially within the Democratic Party. Look at how many people jumped in saying, I can be the next president, right? We had at least like 20 people that were talking all this shit about how they could do it. The one person to me that was the most consistent and the message was the most clear and actually like viable, and I'm gonna stand by it for the rest of my life. Uh, Andrew Yang, this dude dropped bars. He had numbers to back everything up. Basically, the point I'm trying to say is like, we had all these people and we still ended up with a shitty choice. We still ended up with like the one that we just didn't even want to deal with. It's like, well, fuck, now we can't, now we can't push him out because we don't have anybody else. I mean, shout out to Kamala Harris. Hopefully she, you know, does her thing. Here's my thing to this. Like, and, and what you understand about, like, once you really dive deep into this shit, like there is one thing that I would say, like, Republicans, like, probably do hands down better than Democrats. And that's fucking listen to the people they represent. Like, Democrats will be like, let me, let me, let me talk to you. Like, let me get what you want. Let me get what you want. And it's like, I don't want Biden. I don't want Clinton. I want someone else. I don't want this mother. 
mm, we're gonna put up Biden and Clinton because that's how we want to fucking roll. Like, like, why, know, man? Why nah, the fuck did you do that? You know, like, yeah. I, like, like to me, the, how come the we can't have more parties? No, exactly. How come we can't have more people? I mean, here, like, I thought about this too. Like, all right to some degree like we can't make everything so open-ended to where there's no clear guide on how to elect the appropriate party right like we can't have so many fucking options to where it's like well i don't even know what the fuck to think anymore you know because the the weird and i'll say this the the fault that we have to take as people is like i feel like a lot of us tend to associate and you know maybe before this was like really maybe that's why it was like so taboo to talk about politics but i feel like a lot of us tend to um sort of we place certain judgments on people based on their political choice you know um myself included myself included you know when i first you know started meeting people and there was a couple of times where you know i would talk about politics and actually you know i realized that the person i was speaking to was like you know a hard conservative and really like you know were basically steadfast in their beliefs on why you know their party represented a lot of their personal beliefs um it extended into like you know uh, same-sex marriage and things like that. To me, I don't. I think I'm somewhere. I'm like a somewhere. I'm somewhere in the middle. Like I'm. I'm. I'm a mixture of everything. But I'm a, a very focused person, and I like somebody who cuts through the bullshit. That's why when Andrew Yang came up and he literally just put up these numbers and actually showed proof of it on his website, saying like, "Yo, this is why I think this is the best route. Look at this." he had facts to back up everything he was talking about that's why i felt like somebody like that is unbiased because he's going going based off of the data and going off of what people are saying and that's what his proposal was all this shit but like it just it gets on my nerves man and uh i think we have to find a way to be able to be as inclusive with everyone's like intentions but not be so divisive as to say these beliefs are only attainable through this specific party of i think course, that's trash you know america what I mean? made america's diversity is what makes it great and to me it's just like <clears throat> the reason why the parties are dumb to me is like how are you gonna have a republican governor only looking out for a republican interests and it's like you have democrats in your shit bro like you need to be looking yeah. out for the common like well-being for the people like i don't care what you got into the, the office doing like once once you are in that office to me it's like you need to be in the middle you need to try to find the best route to make this side happy and your side happy and yeah no i i agree like 100 percent, dude i don't get me wrong i I want everyone to kind of be satisfied, even if you don't get your the optimal like choice. I want people to still understand like, all right, you're not my first pick, but I'm not too mad at whoever's running office, right? Like, yeah. I think we tend to just like place these inadvertent like judgments on people. Like, I don't think we try to, but if somebody were to come up to me and say that they're, you know, like, oh, you know, I'm a, I'm a strong conservative, okay? Like, automatically just based off like the foundational beliefs so far as far as i understood you know like i feel like it would be a, a tough conversation to have but i've actually had like in-depth conversations with some people and like they let me know why they feel a certain way or why they chose you know this person over that person whatever um 
And again, I'm not like a guru of politics at all. Like I kind of know as much as I research and I don't really research that much unless it's something that really speaks to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, it's trippy, dude. I don't know. I just think, you know what would, you know what we should do though? Cause you know how, have you, haven't you heard of like different politicians basically presenting or proposing certain bills and we find out down the road, you know, certain officials that we liked voted against things that we wouldn't normally associate them to, or yeah. we would be surprised or whatever. And that's because it's fucked up, but people tuck in all these like little tiny caveats and appendixes to their certain bills. So like, even though you're voting for one aspect of the bill, there's this whole other side that represents something else that could be detrimental to like another, you know, like uh, like a, another, I don't know, a group of people. It could, it could take advantage of vulnerable societies and shit like that. Like, I think if we did somewhat of like a, not a blind vote, but I think if we just isolated very specific topics and said, yo, do you want this to happen? Yes or no? Leave that to the fucking people send that over to like the their direct representatives and literally just by majority vote not even give the official the option to go against the majority vote but just accept the majority vote as it is like the people have spoken you know should abortion be legal yes or no boom 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 as soon as the percentages come in don't get me wrong i agree but i feel like that's the most fair approach that we can have if we as a people speak and decide on something if it's a majority vote by the people, I hope that they've all done their due diligence. And if they have, then I trust that process versus the delegate that, you know, I put my vote in for or whatever, hoping that he was going to go with what I thought he would go with and ends up going with, you know, something that's separate, but still beneficial and, you know, to him and, you know, himself only. Um, I don't know, bro. I just, I, I tend to, I, I feel like there's certain officials that tend to be a little more selfish and think of themselves over the people in like way too many cases. There's a um, lot of cases. But look, yeah, I'm, I'm saying, I know. It's a lot. Transition here, but I will say for another day, I do want to kind of talk about God and politics when you speak on the same sex marriage and abortions and the hypocrites don't read all the Bible. Um, and age limits in Congress. I think there should be age limits, but we, we we can break that down another day. Yeah. But one thing I don't want to get past, something I thought was like fucking trippy as shit, and I want everybody to just break their mind with me. Um, if so you guys true, get a bro. chance, if you guys get a chance, go do to shrooms? YouTube. What? You said do shrooms? Do shrooms? Uh, I mean, low key, bro. <laughs> I thought about it, man. It's not well. Again, another another podcast. Actually, yo, we should talk about that on the next episode. Uh, psychedelics. Anyways, um, <laughs> I want everybody to go to YouTube and type out "Amazon Empire: The Rise and Reign of Jeff Bezos." Dude, this movie is, uh, or this, I don't know, this documentary is about almost like two hours long. But it kind of opened up my eyes to like how deeply rooted Amazon has sort of ingrained itself into like the, the U.S. economy, bro. I'm gonna hit you with just some some very high level points, and you just you let me know what you think. Are you ready? I'm ready for it. I'm high as fuck, so I got these high level points. Perfect, bro. You're the highest in the room. Yo, that song is low key like my jam. All right, um, bro, Amazon. <clears throat> okay. Again, need I mind you, started off as a fucking online bookstore. Anyways, Amazon, 
is managing facial recognition technology and they have it sophisticated to the point to where they're able to offer it as a service to cops, military, and they're suggesting it to the government specifically within the border patrol. Drivers, a billionaire, bro. This dude is I don't know what he's doing, but that that right there to me is an infringement on my personal rights. I feel like facial recognition technology without my permission is sort of like a violation. Like my person shouldn't be subjected to your technology without my permission. The same way that my data needs to be reserved to me if I so choose to, you know. Who said um, you can't give him permission though? Do you read through all the terms and agreements? So that's the fucking bullet point. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. I'm too lazy to read that shit. And honestly, um, shout out to Kanye on Yeezy uh, on Yeezus when he dropped that one. What did he say? Uh, he said new slaves. That one bar that you, I'm not gonna say it. I can't say it, but there was that one bar. He's like throwing contracts in front of me. You know that dudes can't read, right? Like <laughs> to me, that's what that represents. That was real talk right there. And and to me, that's what it felt like. And that kind of again. Facial recognition technology. We're talking about cops. The police officers are going to have technology to recognize your face and match it within their internal database to associate you to whatever the fuck it is. Just imagine some, some like, I, I just think that's way too much power for somebody with so little training, you know? Obviously, oh, yeah. let's be real. But I even beyond that. too much power for someone with too little training. No, no, exactly. Even as it is, let alone adding this to that. Like, fuck. Here, I'll tell you a little short story, bro. When I worked at Chase as a teller, I remember this cop walked in, just you know, fucking, literally had bulletproof vest on, just to the T. This dude just, you know, walked around like he thought he was a shit, right? He walked up. He said, "Hey, man, I need you to look up this info, blah blah blah. Like, I need to get a print out of this info for you know this customer of yours, whatever." And he handed over this like this like Chase like debit card and. Um, I was like, oh, cool. Okay. You know, and me being at work, you know, with my name tag and shit, I got to be professional in my mind. I had to like, you know, service this request, whatever. But on the other side of my mind, it's like, bro, who the fuck are you just to show up with a badge, ask for this dude's accounting for like, bro, you're not connected to this at all, you know? And I low key had to respectfully decline the request. I'm like, yo, I'm sorry, but like, you know, without like any like official warrant or any type of request from like a, a court order, I can't give you shit basically. He's like, are you kidding me, man? Blah, blah, blah. Look. This is official business and da 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 whoop de whoop. Just getting all high and mighty. It pissed me off, bro. I was like, bro, look, your badge ain't shit to me. I was like, don't, don't, don't come back with that. Anyways, um, Amazon, facial recognition technology. We're making it too accessible without people's permission. To me, that's a violation of personal property and personal privacy. Of course. Their drivers are 1099. Their drivers are 1099. They're, 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 they're contractors. If they get in an accident, they're only liable for losing, you know, company property, AKA the fucking van that the drivers are driving in. But the actual driver is the one that's subject to like any type of lawsuit. That's fucked up, dude. Like, I don't know. That alone right there is just like an easy little way for Amazon to say like, hey bro, like, oh, that wasn't us, it was your fault, you know? Even though you're, the only reason why you were driving is to deliver a product that you promised of the customer. Of course, Amazon's business practices, like, look, there's no way you get as rich as Jeff Bezos and not be dirty like and you know this man has a weird foot fetish you know this man is jacking off to pinky toes like I, look at him bro look at look next i want you guys to stare at jeff bezos 
Don't be blindfolded and get whipped in the bathroom by like some fucking gay Puerto Rican man. Like, look at him. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, he does, bathroom. bro. Does, I'm just man. saying, look at him. This man looked like he'd be on Fifty Shades Grey, the alternative version. Like, stupid. Oh my I'm gosh. just saying. All right, look, but look, that's just the little. That's the tip of it, bro. That's what she said. Look, and then the products. <laughs> that's what Jeff Bezos said. That's what Jeff. Yeah, that's what Bezos said. <laughs> the products that are sold through Amazon are rarely screened for safety. If there's lead in the paint and your kid is chewing on like a baby toy that was manufactured in some other country, Amazon is basically saying within the terms, you find it somewhere. It'll say and prove that they're not liable for anything that's sold and shipped through Amazon. Even though it has the Amazon stickers on the packaging and all this shit, they're basically they're basically saying that they're free of any liability essentially. By you know, they're they're saying that. The responsibility of the safety of the product falls on the manufacturers, but if the manufacturers are from outside of the country, who the fuck is regulating that standard practice? Like, who's gonna be there to say, "Yo, in the U.S., we don't let you know cereals to have you know red dye forty or whatever fucking chemical that is," right? Mm-hmm. Anyways, it's it's just it's fucked up. We're basically they're pull, they're they're maximizing profits but minimizing as much liability as they can of and then course. what makes it even worse what makes it even worse brother they worked with city officials specifically with police chiefs to tell their actual like precincts or whatever like if there's ever um i don't want to say like issues with like domestic abuse or not solely to just that but under the guise of like personal protection and protection of property uh city police officers were recommending that civilians go out and actually get uh, like the actual ring, like the security network, you know, which maybe it is beneficial. I'm not going to say it's not, but sneaky, sneaky Amazon. Now you get to see what the fuck people are doing at their house now. Like now they get to watch you basically. And, and it's just, it's super fucking invasive. Add to that, they sold a contract to the CIA for their cloud storage needs. And to top this off, dude, I'm going to get off this little soapbox up here at the end. Bezos is basically planning or at least building the concept of a life in space. He proposed this idea of like this cylindrical kind of like society. Think Halo. Remember Halo? How like you're literally living within this ring of a fucking planet or whatever? Mm-hmm. Imagine imagine that, basically, because that's sort of what the concept images look like. And if you think about that, Amazon is funding a life in space. Let's look at that, right? That's to say that, and he basically said each one would be capable of housing a million people, whatever. All right. If he were doing this for the, you know, just the purity of a soul, cool but he's not dude i'm sure he's gonna sell tickets to this kind of shit i'm sure that there's gonna be some level of like indentured servitude to this like new society and hey if you want to be a part of this you know life you gotta you know chip in your part and blah 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 whatever he's gonna find a fucking way to the only jobs available on it are gonna be for amazon a self-fulfilling fucking job exactly a, a job that fulfills this like network which don't get me wrong philosophically i think it's it's a beautiful principle but i don't think it belongs in capitalism and i think that's where it's founded right now 
Like this dude is a capitalist by nature. I'm not trying to knock him for it because a lot of us would say he's a hustler, but I think he's finding a way to put a price tag on life. Like, let's be real, bro. The resources on earth are pretty fucked right now. Like I'm, I'm gonna be real with you. I don't really see too much positivity there without making drastic changes to our daily lives. Anyways. Without going through a whole nother like quarantine for like ever. Yeah, and that's that's the dilemma. But I I think I don't know. I just think that's a bit much, and it's a lot, man. This dude's literally gonna put a price tag to. to he's gonna put a price on life. That's what he's gonna do. He's gonna put a price oh. on life. And the people that need it most are gonna the people that want to live this like new life and want to have a new beginning. Those are gonna be the people that suffer the most because they're gonna realize that like. I don't, I don't know. I'm speaking too far ahead, but basically, watch that documentary. You're gonna be tripped out. It's Amazon Empire: The Rise and Reign of Jeff Bezos. Break your all mind I'm, with me. All please. I'm saying is, casual everything around me. Cream. Cream. Like dollar, dollar bills, y'all. You get the money. Yeah, you. You supreme, bro. And right now, who fucking with Jeff? But they, I mean. It's just, it's too much, man. Look, oh, of course, he's got man. his fingers. He's got his fingers in in the in the judicial system. He's got a fuck ton of lobbyists that he's paying for to go and influence politicians. He's dipping his hands into like literally cloud storage, like secured networks for the government. A private company is housing and storing information for the federal government, which I'm not saying is wrong, but like it's kind of scary dude like it's like oh it's kind of rough um rule everything around me i don't know it's a lot this motherfucker like he up top bro he up top in his bathroom in space getting spanked out by little rodrigo just living his life with a ball (laughs) gag in his mouth the little fernando you know what i'm saying bending over and trying to pop balloons while he fucking sit on it like, he's trying to speak. He's trying to speak Spanish too. Acting like he knows it. Ooh, caliente. This man drink. <laughs> yeah, I bet you milk straight from the udder. Like, he's oh weird. shit, dude. <laughs> he's weird. He's weird. He's different, bro. He's just like, I mean, he'll, he'll put the udder in his mouth and he's like, give me the milk. Oh god, why did I visualize that? Stop, man. Because <laughs> he looks weird, bro. I know, dude. It looks like he always like he's always listening for something interesting to say. You know, like one eye is always more interested than the other. Oh, that's fucked. That's fucked up. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Oh, I mean, yeah. Take some time. Watch that, especially like you know, if you got some downtime. It's just, it's an eye opener because like literally, I'll just put it this way: Amazon is offering streaming services, shipping services. They're trying to get into healthcare. They're already involved politically. Like, oh, dude, the food system. They 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 bought out Whole Foods. They're delivering food. It's just it's a lot, man. I I don't know. They're getting too big, bro. That's what she said. Damn. And what Jeff said. That's what Jeff said. Hey. Oh yeah, no, he said he said caliente. That's what he said. Hey. Ooh, give it again, papi. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's so gross. Alright, let's let's transition off of fifty shades of Jeff into uh our segment. These damn kids 
stories that make you just they're just the times when you stare at your kid look him in the eye look him in the depths of their soul and you just realize somewhere along the line you became a spawn of Satan and you're like <laughs> why the fuck did I have you so we, we got it so my boy my boy over there is gonna Raul's up to give you a story for, from his life but we also found a story off reddit um, that we just kind of oh, yeah. want to just comment on um, so we'll that bust, shit was we'll, funny. We'll bust into that. You want me to go first with the Reddit? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yours is funny. I like that one. All right, all right. So we'll go into it. So I'm reading this on Reddit from Southern Belladonna. Sound like she'd be taking some Southern penises. Shut up. A How the fuck do you get that from the username? See, Southern Belladonna. Might as well say put a cock in me. Anyways. <laughs> So, <laughs> you're ruthless, bro. Hey, easy. <laughs> but uh, so, so she put that she got her youngest son, three, who's three at the time, peeing in the corner of his, right next to a waste basket and behind his bookshelf. Now, when she asked him what was going on, because the bathroom was right next to his room, he said he was watering the ants. I'm gonna stop there. <laughs> Man, this kid said he's watering the ants. What the fuck does that mean? So she walked over there and peeked behind the bookshelf that he was picking and found <laughs> a half-eaten donut that he shoved back there along with various bits of candy, a slice of bread, and most of a chicken nugget. Like, he didn't even want to eat the whole chicken nugget. Like, he was like, fuck it. And oh, you know... Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was saying, so apparently the, the kid said he's seen one ant and decided to start building up this food so he can have his own ant farm in his room. Like, what the fuck? You should honestly admire him. This is a toddler, okay? Toddlers <laughs> love two things. Sweets and chicken nuggies, bro. This kid, this kid literally, chicken nuggies, bro. This dude literally said, you know what? I believe in ants more than I believe in this donut. And he literally stopped eating that donut to save it for the ants, bro. He, we need more people like him. He was living sustainably. (laughs) He's trying to bring in ants a little more fucking, I don't know. I'm trying to give this kid as much credit as I can, bro. You know, how, you know how fast that kid would catch these hands? Like, the <laughs> bro. Was like you bringing goddamn ants in my house? What oh, I don't get shit. is like the pee. Because you said he was he was peeing, right? And he was pissing on his carpet to water the ants. That's the part that I don't. I'm trying to like make sense of that. I'm like, all right, let me get in like a kid's mind. Why? Why would I pee? Why? Why would I do this? Why am I gonna piss, bro? Right now. Why am I gonna piss right now? On these oh, ants, like they thirsty. Let me piss on them. What the fuck, bro. little kid listening to R. Kelly and shit. I was, like, bro. I was waiting for that. I was waiting for you to say some shit. <laughs> but now, yeah, I don't know. Love is. I wanted to water the ants. That shit was funny, man. First of all, if I look behind your bookshelf and I see half a donut, some candy, almost a full chicken nugget, a slice of bread, first thing coming out of my mouth after a slap to yours, 
is obviously you cool not eating. Why the fuck am I gonna buy you? You know what? Next time you go to the store, I'm buying food for myself. You ain't getting no food. You about to sit up in here and you could eat with the ants. You can carry some shit on your back with them. <laughs> That's what we gonna do. That's what you wanna do, ant boy. <laughs> ant boy? What the fuck? <laughs> no, he's just he's trying to he's trying to be he's trying to think of the earth, man. He's trying to, you know. He's sacrificing a little bit of pleasure, you know, through those donuts and the chicken nuggies just to mm-hmm. feed this new society, bro. That's fine, you know? bro. I'm going to sacrifice a little strength to give him a good slap. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> and, uh, shout out to my homie, all right? Um, Ant Pisser. Ant Pisser. Ho- hopefully he's somewhere evolving and peeing on roaches now. Look, man, this kid, he was ahead of his time, bro. He's just, you know, he was, he was trying to, he was trying to help the earth bro i don't know i'm trying to give him i'm trying to give him credit but i can't hashtag piss on ants hashtag what'd you call it a whole, uh, a whole, a whole new pisser. meaning to piss ants piss ants stupid <laughs> oh my god let's get this caucasian joke out the way god that movie was funny though clutch nah man i'll make it quick bro this like i said at the start man this whole homeschooling thing has definitely been new um i've had to basically do chores after you know she gets done with school or whatever so literally the other day i'm washing dishes trying to hurry up and like you know get these dishes clean so that way i could you know have clean dishes to make dinner whatever so i'm like you know trying to hurry up and then every now and then we try to quiz each other like every now and then she's like daddy i know you know what's you know five times five or whatever i know what this is plus that or whatever we like quiz each other sometimes so i'm in the middle washing my dishes she pops out, she's like, Daddy. I'm like, what? She's like, what's... She's like, what's eight plus seven? I already know the answer. I'm like, okay. And I'm over here pretending like I'm struggling and just like, you know, walking her through my thoughts or whatever. Eight plus seven is, you know, plus this and plus that, blah, 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 it's 15. She's like, okay. I was like, that's good, good job. And then she's like, all right, what about this one? Blah, 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 it gives me all these like little problems. And I'm like, oh, damn, like these are like, they were getting a little more like difficult. I'm like, oh shit, she's pretty <laughs> smart, bro. I look back. And she's literally fucking head deep into her laptop asking me these fucking questions on the same worksheet that we were working on for her math class, bro. She was asking me the questions on her fucking homework. My dumb ass is thinking she's like quizzing me to see how smart I am. And like I find out she's like literally just like finessing me for these fucking answers. I look at her, I'm like, hold up. I was like, is this your fucking, like, is this your homework? She's like, yeah. She fucking looked at me, just like dead ass, just looked at me. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Dude? I was so pissed. I was like, man, if you don't get your little ass up and catch these hands. Hey, square up right now. Square up. Right now. Step up. That's it. That's Bro, it. I, I was to give you the whole school experience, but give me your lunch money. Still, That's I know my hanger upside down and shit. Shake her by her ankles. I'm about to start to shake her about you to myself. Stupid, I know. It's not gonna go far. Now I'm gonna shake her by her ankles, let her little chewy bars come out. <laughs> like, you know. Hey, hey, you see that? Hey, you see that girl on her laptop? I heard she peed on ants. <laughs> I know, I'm over here talking to the mirror and shit. Bro, it's like, <laughs> it's, it's funny, man, but I don't know. I love her, but yo, that was. I'm kind of more mad at myself that I didn't catch on, but I blame the fact that I was like kind of busy, but whatever. She got me though. I blame, I blame the public school system. It obviously didn't do anything for you. Hey, oh, sir. 
Damn. Hey man. Hey man. I'm going through something. Okay. Yeah. I had to do it to him. <laughs> no. So fuck, man. It was good. It was a good time though. Bullshit. All right. Well, we gonna wrap this wrap this glorious day of white hate. I mean, just talking in conversation. There's no white hate <laughs> from Raul. Maybe from me. Um, I'm hating Amazon right now. Hey. No more. No one. No one man should have all that power. Bars. But uh, what you what you want to close these? What you want to close out on, man? What you want to let these good people know? Um. Nothing major, nothing too deep. Something really simple that I've been developing within myself. I would like everybody to just do your best. Just do good for somebody else. It's okay to be human until you get it right. So just do something good and just be good. That's me. What you got to say? I'm going to tell y'all, like I tell my daughter every day. A wise man knows he knows nothing at all. Ain't no shit in this world. Barely know your damn self. Go and chase that knowledge. Go and chase that inner peace. Go and and chase everything you want to chase, man. Because goddamn tomorrow ain't promised. That's real, bro. That's it. And that's my TED Talk. Yo, so where can we find you? Hit them up with oh, the beats. You you can find me if you just hit me up at 281-330-8004. Hit my joke for the Oh no man, you can find me on, on IG at Mr. Crazy44. That's M-R dot C-H-R-I-Z-Z-Y Fofo. Or on Twitter. That's the Cynic44. That's T-H-E-C-Y-N-I-C-K Fofo. Oh, real quick, shout out to my boy Albert. Always listening in, getting these other, getting these people around him listening. I see him shouting people out. My boy told me he just, he's like, I'll be telling everyone to listen. So Albert, hey, shout outs to you, Albert. What's up, bro? Hell yeah. Where, where they can, where, where, where can they find you, my guy? You can find me. Oh, that sounded like the start of somebody's like. Like somebody's bar, I forgot. Right. I don't know. Uh, but you can find me on IG, Caramel Poppy, C R M L P A P I. Hit me up, bro. Hey. Hey. All right, All right y'all. Well, this is the time where we go to get cigarettes, but don't worry, we will be back before the child support payment uh, with <laughs> some more dope ass thoughts. This is Culture Cone Papas. Peace. Peace.